Today we are going to talk about how you can win the weekend. We are indeed, yep. So I'm Jake, he's Jake as ever, back to try and give you some non-lectury, non-sciencey fitness advice. Hopefully that's going to help you see where you might have been going wrong up to now, sort of clear up any confusion with all fitness and nutrition related stuff that's out there on social media and help you start getting a little bit of a better result. Yep. So uh, subscribe. I'll- yeah like, yeah i always forget that bit share yeah if you do enjoy them like do like it do subscribe yeah. to the channel all give, that sort yeah, of stuff. give us a nice review as well if you want well if this is if you're watching on youtube it's subscribe if it's spotify it's just give it a like leave a review yeah unless we've you actually, don't we've got i think it's 10 five star have we on on spotify it's not bad that's all right <laughs> i've not even we've checked not pushed them. it at all no like, no you know that's i didn't even know we had them yeah so i'll have to have a look at yeah, them so i'm quite happy with yeah it. so definitely leave it unless you don't like it don't leave a review yeah, but, just don't leave one at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't give us a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> but how to win the weekend. So yes. do you want to kick this one off? Yeah, so obviously weekends are the downfall of many people's progress, whether it's fat loss, building muscle, even just maintaining your weight. You know, it, it, And I get it, it's tough. You know, you've got a life. You want to be able to go out with your mates, have a good time, see your family, socialize, eat out, drink, all that kind of stuff. Um. So we're going to talk about how you can do all that shit to a certain extent and still see progress or yeah. maintain progress. Yeah, yeah. because the biggest problem that we see is basically the weekend rolls around, you've not got a plan for it, you know you've got some stuff coming up, you have a bit of a lie-in, you get up, you miss breakfast, you then by lunchtime you may be out and about in town or meeting up with a mate, going out for a meal, you're completely out of routine, you feel completely off plan and literally before you know it, you're like, oh, fuck it, I'll just enjoy today and I'll think about it again tomorrow. Yeah. And then before you know it, you've spent the weekend undoing what you've been doing through Monday to Friday. And it's that whole, and that just kind of leads you into then that cycle of start again on Monday. You just end up becoming a hamster on a wheel, yeah. don't you? You just constantly feel like, there we go. It's a nice noise, isn't it? You end up just constantly feeling like you're running and you're just constantly running and working and you're not getting anywhere. You're just stuck me, in the same spot. Like, I kid you not, this was me for a long time. So mm. I used to, certainly in my early 20s, like Monday to Friday, I'd be like perfect with my nutrition. Mm. If anything, I'd probably underweight, but I was like, you know, it was perfect with my nutrition to a certain extent. Train really fucking hard. And I was young and I was like, I wanted to go out and stuff. So, mm. it, you know, it's, it's kind of understandable looking back and like you can't beat yourself up for it. But then Friday will come around, pub on Friday night, wake up with a hangover on Saturday, shit food, lie in bed most of the day, back to the bomb on Saturday. And then just Sunday would just be shit all day. It was like full English, pizza in the evening. <laughs> and then I'll just start again on a Monday. And ultimately, I never saw any progress. You know, I'd maybe get a bit stronger and stuff, like over time, maybe built a little bit of muscle on things, mainly because of my age, potentially. Um, but yeah, it was shit. It was, it was proper shit. And it's frustrating as well. And, and you, a lot of people get to a point where they're like, okay, I'm done with that. And I'm fed up of ruin. I'm fed up of, one, feeling like shit Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which is something I used to do as well. Like I'd just be tired Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'd start to feel human again Thursday, and then I'd repeat the process. So people get sick of that feeling. But they also, most importantly, they get sick of the fact that they're not looking the way they want to look. Um, and what I think they would say is their results in terms of their physique are not matching the effort they're putting in maybe inside the gym, et cetera. Mm. So. Yeah. yeah. And I think when it comes to winning the weekend, like for us, it, it starts during the week. So mm-hmm. one of the main questions that we ask our clients every single week with their check-in is, what have you got coming up this week? Like, is there anything coming up at the weekend that we need to plan ahead for? Because 
if you don't. So funnily enough, one of my clients at the minute who's just absolutely smashed his uh, sort of fat loss phase because uh, he, he wants to go into a shoot next year. Um, he was saying one of the biggest takeaways he's had from coaching so far is realizing that what he thought was making allowances for socials on weekends before coaching, he realized was actually probably not working at all because he was in the same spot. He was dieting hard through the week, having a few socials on the weekend. He thought he was sort of accounting for them, but he wasn't getting anywhere. And then since starting coaching, he's realized that actually he probably wasn't tracking it properly. He was waiting until the day of the event to think about it and then adjust things or even the morning after. Whereas now it's like, no, we plan a few days in advance. We know it's coming up. We pick what we're going to have. We sort of map out a plan of action and we go from there. So the the first thing is just planning out what's what's going to happen. Yeah, 100%. And that's a massive, massive one because, again, like you say, I, and it's something that in the early weeks of coaching, you probably find you have to iron out with clients mm. because people will, again, they'll kind of stick to that mentality of Monday to Friday being really on the ball. And then you'll tend to see come the weekend, like, protein will drop off yeah a bit all over the place and you just have to remind people that the weekend is just a continuation of the week right yeah especially when you've got goals physique goals and I'm, listen when i say that i don't mean like you fucking go to bed at nine o'clock and stuff of course you're gonna have more so you're gonna have more freedom socially but as long as you know what's going on then yeah. you can work to it do you know what i mean yeah. so for example again i'm just gonna use me as an example right now because i'm out on saturday night for my dad's birthday so i already know we're recording this on a monday morning yeah I've already planned it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that has already been taken into consideration. And most people won't think about that until the fucking afternoon of. And that's where they'll go wrong. Whereas I know already that I'm going to reduce calories a little bit this week to allow myself a degree more freedom. Still not going to go wild by any stretch. I'm still just going to go and make sensible decisions. But it allows me to plan ahead. I know that on Saturday, I'll have to maybe up my protein intake a little bit throughout the day. It's just little things like that. And it takes five fucking seconds to mm. think about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, planning ahead, you have to, have to, have to go into the, to the weekend with the plan. And like I say, generally speaking, maybe not your evening meal, but certainly your breakfast, your, your lunch, your other meal snacks, et cetera, you might have throughout the day. They should probably be the same as what you have in Monday through till Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not probably they should be. <laughs> yeah. So that's the, the second point is routine. Make sure you keep some form of routine. So this is a point I always make to clients, especially the ones that, you sort of say, oh, I'm, uh, I've just been too busy right now to sort of make a, like really commit to it or make some progress. And I sort of pull them up a little bit. Like, All right, hang on. I'm like, when do you stick to the plan the best? And I'm like, well, Monday to Friday when I'm in a routine with work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, right, okay, so Monday to Friday when you've got the least amount of time, you're sticking to the plan the best. Mm-hmm. So Saturday, Sunday, when you've got the most amount of time is when you're falling off. So it's, time isn't the issue. If, if anything, you've got too much time and you're sort of just thinking, oh, well, I've got all day to sort of go to the gym or do my steps. So I'll, I'll, I'll think about that at the day. Yeah. And it's, then you end up not doing it. That's because exactly it. It's, you, um, what's the right word? You fucking... What's the word when you just, when you think about something but you don't do it and you get distracted? Well, just procrastinate. Procrastinate. Yeah. (laughs) Procrastinate. You do. We all do. And so I literally say to them, look, regardless of what's happening on a weekend, unless you, you you know, you're going away or whatever, if it's just a normal weekend, get up at the same time that you would during the week. If you're getting up during the week at like five in the morning for work, all right, maybe you get up at like six or seven o'clock in the morning on a weekend. Give yourself a couple of extra hours, fine. But it still has to be consistent and routined. If through the week you get up and you go out for a walk go on the weekend, walk. get up and go out for a walk. Yeah. Like do the same thing. Keep, like you said, breakfast the exact same because you'll find if you get up at a certain time, you get some steps in and you have the same breakfast, even if you've got nothing else to do the rest of the day, 
you will feel more on plan and you'll feel more motivated and routined. And I think there's there's also a lot to be said about starting your weekend with some form of exercise, especially, you mm. know, during the week, maybe if you don't have that chance to, to do it because of work and, and kids and whatever else. Kind of what I find starting the weekend for me is, uh, to be fair, I start most days with a walk, whether it's mm. just with the dog or with the dog and Theo or whatever. But starting your weekend on a high in terms of, like I say, either going for a walk or going to the gym or doing both, whatever, it really kind of puts you in a positive mindset then going forwards. And I find that you're always going to make better decisions after exercise. Yeah. Because you've, you've, sta- you've started well, so you want to carry on with yeah. that um, yeah, momentum. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be said for starting your Saturday and a Sunday on a, on a positive note. Because yeah. if you start with a fucking full English and a late wake-up, then that's probably going to Well, how many times do we hear it where people say, oh, I'm, I'm one of those people where if my training falls to one side, my nutrition goes massively off. Or if my nutrition goes off, my training massively goes to one side. Yeah. And I'm the same. You're probably the same. Yeah. So it's, it's that, but on a small scale on a weekend, whereas like if you wake up and you feel like you've not started the day properly or you've gone over on your food already of course you're going to end up feeling like, well, what's the point? I've already fucked it. Like, I'm not going to bother going to the gym or I'll think about it on Monday. Like, you need to get that routine established so that you can just get up and get cracked up. Like I said, even if it's just as simple as you go for a walk and you have the same breakfast just to set you up for the day. If the rest of the day, it's different foods to what you would normally have, still tracked, still on target, but it's slightly different, that's fine. Yeah. But it'll set you up and put you in a better mindset. And the chances are you've done, you know, if those food is still tracked, still on target, they're probably a byproduct of the fact that you started the day well. Yeah. So start the day well, make sure you've got some form of routine in place there, whatever that might be, and plan ahead. Yeah. Just, just I, I cannot, that's the main one. Just fucking, just have a plan. And even then, if the plan doesn't go to plan, the, the chances are, if you had a plan, you're not going to deviate too much from the plan. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So even if like, okay, um, like for example, my plan I've got this weekend, even if now that goes slightly wrong, because of the fact that I had a plan, it's not going to go as wrong as what it could do. Mm. do you know, does that make sense? No, it does. <laughs> yeah. And I sort of, off the back of that, what I'll also say to people is make sure you've got backup options when it comes to food. Yeah. So if you know that you're not necessarily going out for a meal at the weekend, you might be meeting up with some friends to go for a walk or you know whatever. If you don't plan ahead or if you don't have any sort of food before you go, after you go, ready for when you get back or with you, you're much more likely because nine times out of 10, those sort of things will end up taking longer than you expect them to take, right? You might be like, oh, I'm meeting my friends at 12 for a couple of hours and then it gets to five o'clock and you're still with them. You've not eaten, now you're starving. You're stuck an hour from home and you're like, I just need to find something to eat. So I literally always say to my clients, like if you're going somewhere, eat just before you go, probably take a snack or a meal with you, depending on how long you're going to be there or make sure that you've got something ready for as soon as you get back so that then you don't have to cook something when you get back and you're hungry whilst you're cooking and probably start snacking. Yeah. And it can literally just be like back up, like you could bulk cook some meals through the week and then just freeze them down. So yeah. you've literally got them as a backup option in the freezer. Yeah. Um, we like made said, a massive, take some snacks. We did a massive slow cook chili yesterday, like yeah. literally 14 portions worth. Yeah. And I didn't eat it, but like we'll just whack it on the freezer. Yeah. And that's literally, the, for that exact reason, so on the days where we can't be asked, mm. whether, whether that's cooking or if we've had a really bad day with it, just whatever. Yeah. Well, you can literally track sorry. it, write it on the, uh, whatever you yeah. put it in, just write it on a piece of paper so yeah. you know exactly macros or calories-wise what's in it, and then you sort it. And that's it. One of my clients, she um, she's a singer and she gigs a lot. And her other house, a, a, a DJ as well, and he travels a lot for work. And... 
one of the easiest things that we've done to help them navigate because typically what they were doing before that was the the, the, the day would be whatever the day was through the day they wouldn't ha really have structure and then they'd gig until late on and then they'd get a takeaway on the way home because they're starving mm -hmm. so we literally just say right we're going to make sure you had at least two meals before you go we're going to make sure you take some snacks with you for any interval that you have and then we're going to make sure that you've got something ready for when you get back yeah. and they've been doing that and they've literally been fine yeah. like absolutely fine and if they want to go they still go out for a meal once a week together obviously like not, it's not like we have to eliminate everything out of the diet yeah, yeah. but when it comes to that weekend and social occasion it's not yeah. a problem anymore. So that kind of covers the, I suppose, the what you must be doing and what mm. you should be doing, what you should be thinking about. But that stuff, that that stuff is pretty easy to, th I think. Once you're once you're on top of that stuff, like yeah. once you're in a, a rhythm with that stuff that we've just spoken about, your your weekends will get much better. But for me, the hardest bit when it comes to the weekends is other people mm. and their opinions. And, and social pressures and social pressures and all that kind of stuff and and that is i think probably the hardest thing to manage because you can go into a weekend planned all set and well like you you fucking you're ready for it and then it comes to the meal out mm. and someone will turn around and say don't be fucking boring yeah have a fucking drink or have the dessert like why are you being boring oh, it's a bit obsessive this isn't it that's i i personally that's the hardest thing to to manage yeah um, and we we all have clients who have felt like that. We probably felt like that at times ourselves. When you've been out with family and friends, I certainly have. Yeah, I, I think I think we've touched on this before. I think this is where we differ slightly in the sense of I've never been a big drinker. Mm -hmm. So I had that a lot when I was in my sort of late teenagers when you start drinking sort of early yeah. 20s where you'd get pressure from your mates to be like, oh, you're drinking tonight, go on, just have one, just have this. But because I've never been a big drinker, like now for me, it's more of a surprise to my mates if I am drinking when I'm out mm -hmm. than if I'm not. Um, and that's not even from like, and people just assume that, oh, you're not drinking because you're dieting or because of your job and stuff like that. And it's not, I just, I just never really no, enjoy no. drinking that much. Yeah. But, um, but so I think I'm a bit blunter with this than you are potentially because I've always just been, no, I'm not drinking. Like say what you want. I'm not drinking. So you're wasting your own time. Yeah. Um, and I had this the other day with a client where they were like, they basically ended up going out and having like a shit ton to drink in the evening when we'd planned ahead for them to have like three or four drinks so it was you know pretty casual and they had a shit ton and they were basically like oh it's not my fault my friend was just forcing them on me like blame them like it's not my fault and i was literally just like you know you've still made the decision to drink like it yes it's awkward yes it's difficult but you've still made the decision to do that yeah it's no one else's fault it, i i completely agree Complete, completely agree because at the end of the day you're the fucking the the master of your own ship or whatever yeah. you can say but they're, they're they're just to sort of give context they're dieting for to, to, to quite a sort of right okay like more of a photo shoot style degree okay. so it's not just general fat loss with that um, I'm, I, I am more I am lenient. Lenient. yeah i am more lenient with a little that. bit nicer unless it happens every weekend no yeah. no but at the end of the day i would still come i would still go back to a client with the same response i would probably just be a little bit more sympathetic of the situation mm. because I struggle with it as well. Like mm. I do enjoy a drink at a weekend when I go to, and even now, like I'm dieting at the moment. And for example, I, I go to City every week. We've got a season ticket for City, and it's that monster in it. Monster. I told you, <laughs> <laughs> I told you. That's why I'm not drinking. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Apologies to everyone who heard that. Um, but no, for me. So when I go to the match, for example, when last week we had a home game this weekend, but last week, and generally speaking. I mean, don't go wrong, it's never particularly heavy, mm. but, you know, you'll have a couple of beers and it's it's just what you do. Mm. And it's something that I've done since I was fucking 16. 
yeah. you know, and I was going to the games before them, you know, you start having a couple of pints, 16, 17, and now it's just, and you go with the same people every single week and you have the same beers and I, I love it to be honest with yeah. you. It's like one of my things that I, I look forward to and stuff like that. But right now I'm not doing it because obviously I'm dieting and it's, it's, you know what? It's probably more in my head yeah. than anything else, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm with my dad and with my brother and with like family friends and with people who've known me for a long time. And it's also easier for me because I'm a coach and a PT. So when I say, oh, I'm not drinking because I've got this, it's the, the more understanding of it, I suppose, yeah, yeah, the yeah. profession that I'm in. But I still struggle with it. Yeah. And it's still in my own head. I'm like, because I've got this habit and it's my relation that when I go to the match, I have a beer. Mm. And that's almost like what my mind relates to going to the match with. Yeah, yeah. So, I do struggle and like, listen, I'm, I'm, I have ways to manage that. So I'll kind of, I'll either plan in maybe one or two and I'll literally limit myself at one or two or I'll drive to the game so I can't, yeah, you know, yeah, little yeah, things yeah. like that. And, um, but it is, it's genuinely tough. But that you can easily work in though, if you want to as well. Easily. Like if easily. it's only, because I've literally got a client and she does the exact same thing. Every weekend she goes to the football uh, with her family. And every weekend she'll either have a pint or a glass of wine when she's there. And yeah. it's like, cool. If we know that's going to be the case, we can easily plan ahead for that and yeah. work that in. So we can e you can easily work it in. Um, but what what I'm saying is, I suppose, is I can understand. I understand the situation. Mm. Because sometimes it will go and naturally, you know, two or three beers turns into four or five. <laughs> five or six turns six, seven. Yeah. You come into the pub after the game and just one. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah, like, yeah. it's one of them things. And saying no to that stuff is, is tough. It is tough because... Yeah. You're like, come on, like you're always up for a drink, kind of thing. And you just have to remember that what you're doing, if you've got like a fat loss goal, transformation goal, whatever it might be, you're not doing it for forever. Like, no. you know, you're gonna get that flexibility back at some point. Um the football, I always remind myself that the football's not going anywhere. Yeah, I've had a season yeah. ticket for 20 years. I'm gonna have it hopefully for another fucking 30, 40 years, whatever. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, for me, for this, if I'm having to say no for a short period of time to get myself mm. to where I want to be. I know that I'm going to have that flexibility come back at some point and I can start enjoying it in the way that I'd want to maybe a bit. Yeah. More. So, yeah. And what I've sort of said to clients who have struggled with this before is when they've had like one or two particular friends who consistently are like, why are you not drinking? Just have one. Like every, like, because if it's just every now and again, like it's just instant, it's just your mate wanting to have a drink with you. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Normal. And, that's and fine. I will just add there, sometimes, you know, people aren't doing it maliciously. No, no, sometimes no. Sometimes you can take it that way, but they're not. They, they just want to spend time with you and that's the way that they see yeah. time. But sometimes you'll get people who will actively try to get you to go off your plan or drink or they'll try and question like, why are you doing that? Or why are you sticking to this? Or, you know, just stop being boring and then sat in the other more often than not the case with that is either what you're doing is probably highlighting to them what they're not doing and instead of them fixing their behaviors to feel better it's easier for them to pull you Drag down, you down with them yeah yeah and then on top of that again what we what i've certainly seen from clients who have reported this back to me is that those same people are then the first people to turn around two three four months later and be like how the hell have you done that? Like, you look amazing. Yeah. What have you been doing? And you're like, well, you know exactly what I've been doing because you've been those you've been watching me every I, week. Those times that I said no yeah. to having the fucking night out. It happens either. all the time. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a big one. I think that's 100% true. I think sometimes... And it's not often. And again, it's not, you know, people aren't generally malicious with it nah, at not all. at all. And, and sometimes people don't even know they're doing yeah. that, as yeah. that's what it sounds. Because, like I say, you might be doing it... Con 
it might be happening consciously or subconsciously, but you're highlighting there the fact that they probably need to do something. Mm. And they're aware of that subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't like the fact that you're doing something. Yeah. Um and yeah, they just they'll just want to bring you down, like you say. And and that it does happen. Like yeah. and I so for me that's the hardest part of everything because you can have plans, you can have routine, you can have everything, and then it can go out the window based on social pressures. Um so we understand that. And for like I say, the the best bit of advice I can give you is just remember, like you will have that that flexibility back at some point. Um, it, you just have to think about delayed gratification, and, and yeah. you know, in that moment in time, which is easier said than done. I completely understand that, but you will feel fucking so much better for it. And like I say, once you're into the shape you want to be in, the people who are, are applying that social pressure will start asking. Yeah, they will. Um, and just like lastly on that, one of the things some of my clients will do if they still like if they feel really really awkward about not drinking at social occasions, they've li they've literally started just having either like a diet coke and saying it's a rum and coke, or they'll have a diet lemonade and say it's a gin and tonic, or they'll literally have a zero percent beer and just say it's well not even say it's a normal beer because it looks like a beer so no one asks questions. Yeah, and they'll just do that. Yeah, and and that's absolutely fine if that's what you know if that gets them through the evening and they I feel did that better about ago, it. So I um I was having zero percent beers. Yeah. Didn't tell anyone. No. Didn't, and no one, nobody questioned it. No. I was just, you know, and and that made me, that helped me get through that yeah. night like much, much You more. tend to find though, don't you? Like you've only got to say no a couple of times before yeah. people get the message and then they stop asking you as much or yeah. pressuring you as much, generally. Yeah, definitely. But then, and then you have the kind of thing like, oh, I don't want to lose mates. You're not going to lose your mates. And, it, and if you're going to lose your fucking mates over the fact that you're, you're not drinking, you're improving yourself and you're not drinking for a, a small period of time. You question your mates. <laughs> not your mates. They're not your mates, yeah. you know? And like for me now, like I was talking to a couple of mates yesterday who came around because it was Theo's second birthday party yesterday. <laughs> um, so um, a load of mates came around and it was like, we don't actually see each other that much anymore. Mm -hmm. So all mates I went to school with. And I was like, kind of got me thinking, like this is completely off topic. But these, like, I don't see them. Like, I might see my mates now once, twice a year because we've all got kids and responsibilities and shit. And I was like, they're, they're the mates you want anyway because you can go for so long without seeing them. And when and you see it's, them, it's, it's just, like nothing's happened. It's like you've not seen them for a while. I've got that, um, I've got a mate's wedding next week down south. Um, and it'll be the first time I've seen my mates properly since a previous wedding, I think, mm. uh, like three or four months ago. And it's it's literally exactly that. Yeah. Like I won't see them for months. And then when you do see them, it's just like nothing's happened. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Like it's exactly normal. Yeah, and that's how it should be. Yeah. It's literally that. It's nice. Um, but yeah, I think that covers it. That kind of covers it, I reckon. Yeah. Have a plan. Tell people to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and you do you. <laughs> fine. All right, see you All in right. the next one. Nice one.